Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along today as we get into the Word of God, talk about it, pray about it, and allow it to transform our lives because it is powerful. And this morning we want to talk about ways in which God's Word does transform our lives, or at least it ought to be. It's really easy to listen to the Word of God. And James talked about, we, you know, people listen, it's like they look in the mirror and they see, ugh, but they don't do anything to improve it. They don't comb their hair or brush their teeth or shave or whatever they need to do. They just look and then walk away. Well, we want to look into the Word of God and allow it to say, oh, I need to make some adjustments here or there. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We've been discussing the area of faith and what is faith like? How do we grow? Remember, we said that a little mustard seed of faith in the truth is better than a whole boatload of faith in something that's not true. A mustard seed of faith in Jesus Christ will save you. Mustard seed being the smallest object that Jesus could have referred to in his day. That's enough to save you if your faith is in Jesus. But a whole boatload of faith in some other religion or in yourself or in your good works, it's not going to do the job. The object of our faith is what matters. There was a story of a great evangelist named D.L. Moody. And D.L. Moody would pray often, Oh God, increase my faith. I want to have greater faith. Give me stronger faith. And this was his regular prayer because he knew how important faith was to God. God, faith can move mountains. Faith in Jesus can move mountains. Faith can do great things, and he wanted greater faith. And so he'd pray and pray for it. And then he ran across this verse in Scripture, Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. And he thought to himself, there's my answer. How do I increase in faith? I get into the word of God. I allow the word of God, the word of Christ, the message of Christ, I allow it to transform my life. And as I'm more and more in the Word of God, it will transform my faith, and I will have great faith from the Word of God. Well, amen. Amen. He went on to accomplish such incredible things and do great things for God. He was a man of incredible faith, and he got it from immersing his mind and his soul in the Word of God. Why is it so important to have the Word to have faith? I run into people all the time that say they have, they're, they sure they have faith, but they never read their Bible. They're, they're not really into their Bible, but they claim to have great faith. Why is the Bible so critical to faith? Well, first of all, let's talk for a moment about what is a definition of faith. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. I want to focus on that second part. Faith is a conviction, a, con a conviction, um, something I'm certain of, even though I've not seen it. How can you have conviction about God? Well, we've got to know, first of all, what God is like. How do you know what God is like? Well, you can learn certain things about God, I suppose, just by getting out in nature. You look up at the starry night, dark sky with the stars up there sometime, that tells you something about God. You, you, look through, you walk through the 
the woods or the forest, quiet, solitude, that can tell you something about God. You can tell he's alive. He, he created beauty. He's big. The stars, he's big, powerful. There's a, You can feel pretty small when you think of the universe God created. It tells you he's a great God. There's a lot we can learn about God through nature. This is what Romans chapter 1, verse 20 tells us, that God has made himself evident through nature. But there's other things about the ways of God, how God acts, that you'll only know through the written record that, that, that God has given us. You'll know about things like perseverance, about love, about what's right and wrong, righteousness and evil good and evil. You'll learn things about how God works in an individual, how he grows an individual. You'll understand more as you understand how God works in the lives of people that he's given us in scripture, you'll begin to see how God wants to work in your life. You must know God if you want to have faith. It's a conviction of something not seen. It is a hope in him. It is a faith in God. How can you know those things without to have a deeper and deeper knowledge, you must get in the Word of God. I sometimes ask the students on campus, what number am I thinking about right now? It's a number between one and a thousand. What number is it? Well, nobody has any clue. Sometimes people will hazard a guess, and they'll see, you know, some of the, the skeptics like to say 666. Well, that's not the number. Some people might think, well, if I know his birthday uh, that's between 1,000, 3, 2, 3. Maybe that's the number he's thinking about. Or, you know, some other number that, uh, favorite Bible verse, 316 or something. But the truth is, some might have better guesses than others. Nobody can know what number is in my mind unless I reveal it to them, unless I tell them. Likewise, the Word of God is the revelation of God. If you want to know what God is like, and what God thinks, he's got to reveal it. It's in his mind, he's got to reveal it. And he doesn't reveal it to us just by walking through nature or looking at the stars. You can learn some things about God that way, but to understand the, 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 a greater depth and understanding of what's in the mind of God and the heart of God, he must reveal it to us. How does he do that? He does it through his word. He does it through his word and his spirit who uses the Word of God to tell us about Him. And it's also a conviction of things not seen, a conviction of right, wrong, what's good, what's evil, as I said earlier. So sometimes this is the scriptural definition of faith. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. But I like to also maybe add this practical aspect. Faith is knowing and trusting God. It starts with knowing him. You don't want to have faith in a false God. We want to understand God, what he's really like, who he really is. We want to get to know him, and as we know him, to trust him. We know he's, we discover he's faithful, he's loving, he's true, he would never lie. He'd never betray himself, he'd never betray you. He loves you. And so we want to break through the false ideas we have. We want to break through the the thoughts that the world's put in our mind about God or our experiences or even the devil. 
false ideas about God, and we want to get to know God for who He really, really is. You've got to have the Word for that. You can't leave that up to your own mind, your own thoughts, your own your own meditations, your own trying to figure it out. God has given us His Word in which He reveals. Again, it's like you can guess what God is like, but why do that when He has revealed what He's like? You might guess wrong. There's a good chance you will without the Word of God. His ways are not our ways, and His thoughts are not our thoughts, it says in Isaiah 55. But faith, how do you know if you have it? How do you know if you really believe in God, the God of the Bible? How do you know that? Well, the second part here, it's evidenced by conforming my life, my goals, my ambitions, my attitudes, and my behavior to what God wants them to be to what God tells us. So that's how I know I have faith, as my life is becoming conformed to His truth, His Word, His revelation. Again, which we find in the Bible. James said, you know, many people can say they have faith, and it's all words. It's nothing but words, and it's it's empty, and it's shallow. True faith is demonstrated by how do I act when, when the rubber meets the road? How do I act in true life? Do I show? Do I have an attitude of confidence that God is in control? I, do I have a trust in Him? Do I, when the rubber meets the road, when when life is tough, when situations come, do I expl- show, demonstrate an attitude of faith and confidence in God? Do I demonstrate a a are my ambitions and goals in 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 light of uh, in in uh, conformity with what God tells me my ambitions and goals should be? Are my values in life, do they reflect that this true God, what he has spoken about what life is about? These are things, shall I say, in our life that demonstrate if we have faith. This is not the faith, but it's the demonstration of faith. Faith is I trust God. I know and trust God. The demonstration of it is my life. All which is to say, We need to get in the Bible for these things. We need to learn the Word of God. Now, you can hear others teach it, for instance, as I'm doing now. And I hope this is beneficial. I trust it is. And that's a gift from God to have people who can teach us the Bible. We we value that. We're devoted to that. And I encourage you to be here and listen. But I would never want this to replace your own convictions of getting in the Word of God and knowing what you believe and why. And that comes from yourself being in the Word of God. So I hope what I do here is not a replacement of your time in the Word, but actually supplementing and encouraging and helping lay a foundation, get into the Word yourself. Amen? Amen. Father in heaven, thank you for the Word of God. It is a treasure. It is a treasure. It's worth more more than thousands of silver and gold pieces. It tells us what life is about. It tells us what you're about. We confess and acknowledge that the purpose of our life on earth, real life, is to know you and Jesus Christ whom you've sent. This is eternal life, to know God and and his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. This is the abundant life. And Father, we confess that we've, we've got all kinds of other voices, all kinds of other experiences that want to tell us how life ought to be lived and what life ought to be and what our values ought to be and our ambitions and goals ought to be, we pray, Father, that we would be diligent 
to be people of great faith, to get into the Word of God and discover what you say, and then we be, would be committed to that. Lord, we bless you today. We thank you, and we worship you, and we acknowledge you are the living God. There is no other. Our life finds meaning and purpose only in relation to you. And so today we make it our ambition to know what you reveal, to study what you say to be true, and to bring our our mind, our thoughts, and our life into conformity with that. Might it be so even this very day. We pray this and ask it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being along with me today. If you're new, welcome. I hope you will come and join us regularly. We're here every day at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time live, but also later on. Now, I ran on someone the other day, didn't realize we're on YouTube. He listens to the podcast. You can listen to the podcast, too, on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Or if you like the visual, you can come to the YouTube, either live or anytime throughout the day. I leave them all online over the last even couple of years. By the way, today I would Google or YouTube notified me is my eight-year birthday on YouTube. It was eight years ago today we posted our first YouTube. We didn't do much for a while. The last two years we've been posting every day. So I'm glad you're here. I hope that you come back, hit the subscribe, notify, leave a comment, and uh, and like the video. These are all helpful to the channel. So I love you guys. God bless you. I'm glad, so glad you're here. If you're here every day, thank you. I trust your life is changing as a result. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, strengthen you, fill you with faith. Might you have a conviction in the true and living God and the knowledge of his will and plan for you, your life, your attitudes, everything might your life and might my life be lives of great faith. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.